Hey, Greyhounds fans. Thank you for listening to the Hounds Huddle podcast on moraviansports.com, the Greyhound Sports Network, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am LJ Smith, Assistant Director of Athletic Communications here at Moravian University. And on this episode, I sat down with the head coach of the men's and women's swimming program, Mary Ellen Wyden. We will talk about the opportunity she has to start the program from the ground up as the Greyhound swimming programs both began their inaugural season this past year. We'll also talk about Mary Ellen's path to becoming the head coach of the programs all the way back to being a Division I student athlete and having multiple coaching opportunities that led her here to Moravian University. So let's get this episode underway and meet our guest, head swimming coach, Mary Ellen Wyden. And thank you for tuning in to the Hounds Huddle podcast, streaming live on moraviansports.com, the Greyhound Sports Network, or wherever you listen to your podcast. I have a very special guest with me for this episode, head men's and women's swimming coach, Mary Ellen Wyden. How are you doing today, Mary Ellen? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's very exciting to kind of learn the journey of all of our coaches and recap how their winter and spring seasons went for this current uh, segment here. But you had a very exciting inaugural season. We did. We'll get to that later on in the episode. But first, I kind of want to learn about your journey on how you got to Moravian College University uh, since the transition from college to university happened in between your time here. Uh, we'll kind of get things underway with that. So you're the head swimming coach here. Were you a student athlete in swimming growing up? When did you first jump into a pool knowing that it was going to be something you would compete in further down the line? All right. Well, I um, started around competitive swimming around eight years old. Um, my mother was concerned about, you know, water safety, and we lived a block from the pool in the summer. So um, she put me in the lessons pretty early. Um, she wasn't a confident swimmer herself. And um, at one point, you know, the swimming team would be working out during the swimming lessons, and I saw them, and um, I thought – you know, it would be enjoyable. And then, as a matter of fact, um, one of the uh, – my swim instructor was one of the swimmers on the team and and uh, suggested that I try it out, and so I did. And and I became a, a swimmer. I swam, you know, as a, a young person in, on club swimming. And then as high school started, I was on the high school team, um, had a, a nice uh, high school career, uh, swam uh, in college, Graduated from the University of Delaware when I, where I swam there, and um, it I went on to graduate school, which is uh, how I started in college coaching. So when you, when you first got in the pool, was it noticeable that you you had a talent for it? Was it something you had to learn over time? Like exactly, obviously, it's very technique based, but were there mentors that kind of helped build you up through, throughout the process? Uh, there were. I mean, I started, like I said, with the with the uh, instructor uh, with a suggestion. So I don't know if I was that good. I I did have some early success in uh, swimming, and uh, that you know is a motivator to continue and to um, you know feel good about your get, you know gain confidence, and that had a lot to do, I think, with my my personal development. Um, you know, I I. Ex- it motivated me to excel in other areas of my my life, and so that was very helpful. 
Um, high school was a great experience. I, I swam at North Penn High School, and um, I had a, a great experience there with coaches. I, my, uh, my coaches have always been, the coaches that I were coached by were very good and, um, you know, challenging, but uh, fair and uh, helped me to develop, you know, as best they could. And, and it's, it's interesting to, when you go back and you look at, you know, how you were coached versus how you now coach, um, there's a lot of things that I learned from them that I bring to my coaching. So starting in a club and then progressing through high school, did you also swim club throughout high school as well? That way you're kind of like always in the pool. You're always getting reps in. You're doing what you have to to get recognized. Because what was recruiting like for you then? Were you heavily recruited? How, how did that work for you in that aspect? I wouldn't say I was heavily recruited, but I did make recruiting trips. I was invited to go on recruiting trips. Um, and uh, I ended up probably on, the sc on a school, not that I was as heavily recruited at, but was the school that um, I felt was the right fit at the time. Um, and so I made you know, decisions based on that. But it, it was about academics and about how, um, how that would make my, what my future would look like based upon that. So. So you, you swam at a Division One institution. I did. So what was that experience like as a student athlete, balancing the actual student aspect of it, but also being an athlete? I think, uh, I think it, it's, it's, it's not as difficult as people sometimes think it is. Um, it's, it's about your priorities, and that's, I think, in my own coaching, it, it, it's the same. It's like what you make your priority, and uh, obviously academics is, is the highest priority. Um, what, one of the interesting things is I did a, a research uh, project in my senior year, um, and my swimming coach, who worked in, in the physical education department, was my advisor. I did a study on my own team, a research study on my own team. And it was just a, you know, a, a, an interesting opportunity. And those were the kinds of things that um, I, my coach valued, for one, and, and that I valued. So, um, again, it's about how I prioritize my time. And um, my swimming was um, secondary, but very important. Very important. So when when you're a part of a program like that, what was the buy-in like from everyone? Because swimming, not that it's very individual, but you swim in an event, it's similar to tennis or track and cross-country where you have to perform at your peak to benefit everyone else. Right. So what was that like for you? Was there pressure put on yourself to perform well as a team, or was it kind of like what was that like? Well, I think somebody sometimes people think, oh, swimming is an individual sport, but it, they're really swimmers are very team oriented. Um, I think that they spend so much time with their face in the water during practice that the camaraderie becomes even more central. You know, when you're face, when you're outside of practice or when you get that chance to come up out of the out of the training and and breathe for a minute and you know catch up with friends. So um, it's a it's a very uh, team-oriented type of sport, and that was always an emphasis. Um, yes, you want to perform at your best, you know, always want to um, improve your times from your best times, but it really is about, and I, I it, it really is about the camaraderie that, you know, teams have, and, and that makes the sport enjoyable. I mean, the, in college, college swimming, I think that's a really important part of the college experience, for swimmers is that having that team aspect, having people that you know um, are there to support you and you support them. And I think that's a, 
that's one of the great things about participating in a college sport. So you go through your, your collegiate career as a Division One student athlete, and that's coming to an end. What was that like? What was next for you? Did you have a plan? What, what was your end goal after college? Well, my, my end plan changed. Um, you know, from what I thought it was going to be, what I w was going to do after college, um, like I said, I did this research project. I got an interest in um, exercise physiology. Um, I, I was thinking, you know, I would like to pursue this further. Uh, I went to the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill um, in exercise, I started in exercise physiology. I, I tell all kinds of stories about this, but I did change my, um, my area of study. So I did get my degree in sports administration, but um, I did find out while I started the, the exercise physiology that my interest in exercise physiology was pretty specific. I was very interested in how it, you know, how it was part of swimming. Um, and I, when I went to graduate school, I thought, well, you know what, this is hard giving up my sport. I, you know, I'd like to stay involved. So how can I do that? So I, I tried to reach out to the coach at UNC and I, over the summer, could not reach him. So I, when I got there, I walked into the office and I introduced myself. I, you know, knocked on the door, but then introduced myself. And I said, you know, I'd, I'd like to help out if there's anything that I can do. And so he sat down and he asked, started to, you know, interview me a little bit and asked me some questions. Well, turns out he's from central Pennsylvania. He knew, you know, people from my background. And, you know, we talked for a long time. And he said at the end of that, well, well how would you like to be an assistant coach? And I'm like, yes. I mean, and that was, that's, that's where my life changed and I, my, the pursuit of my, um, you know, my career changed at that moment. And uh, he gave me a, a phenomenal opportunity. Um, I traveled with both men and women's teams to, you know, the national championships. There was, um, you know, athletes who had qualified for um, the Olympic trials. And of course, and they were, uh, the, the one young woman was a world record holder in the 50 meter backstroke. And so it was a real high level of experience. And um, I was hooked. I, I think said, I, this is what I want to do for um, my life. And so then I did spend um, the next many years um, in, in college coaching and swimming at various institutions. And um, we're working with both men's and women's programs, as mostly as an assistant coach. Um, I was a head coach in Division II for um, a number, uh, about four years um, early in my career, too. So you go from being a Division I student athlete, going to start a, a post-grad degree, and having a conversation with a coach at UNC sparked, and him giving you that opportunity yes. to be able to assist in a program at such a high caliber how great like that's that's one of the coolest things I think I can I can think of because you you have such great experience of your own and now you're given the opportunity to lead and assist a program that has such a high caliber athlete how, like when you reflect back on that what how meaningful is that just that opportunity that has led you to throughout your career now well I'm I'm, I'm truly grateful I mean Frank was Frank Comfort was the coach at the time and it was um it was a great opportunity. I'm so grateful to him. Um, it was um, again. It was it was exciting. It was eye opening. 
It was, um, I learned so much um, from, from, from Frank and from the other assistants about, you know, running, um, running a group of, of athletes. And um, it, was just, it was just a phenomenal time in my life, you know, young and, and, and getting those kinds of, of opportunities. Um, and it did prepare me in terms of taking that next step on my own into, um, I, was a, I was a head coach in Division II for a while, um, in, relatively early in my career, that was um, that was challenging. Uh, I wasn't that much older than the athletes I was coaching, and um, so that was, uh, you know, in, in terms of setting up a, a, a team and, and creating a culture, um, it was it was different than my my you know assistant coaching position. Um, you know, there you're more supporting the head coach and, and the athletes, whereas. It's different when you're a head coach and, and um, developing your program. So you, you're coaching uh, across the country. Uh, I'll, I'll reference this a little bit. Uh, across Division One. so Michigan State University, Kentucky, University of Maryland, Purdue University, just kind of name-dropping for, for my sake, but also giving the, the listeners and viewers kind of an inch of what you've done throughout your career. What was it like? I don't even because bouncing around kind of has a negative connotation. You've been able to, you've been fortunate enough to have so many learning experiences at quality institutions, and then you build off of that your coaching. But then you take an, a different avenue as well. Your, what was your last stop before Moravian? My last stop before Moravian in terms of coaching was Michigan State. I worked as a college um, athletic administrator. I was an associate AD for a long period in between my coaching stints. But um, my last coaching position was at Michigan State University in the Big Ten, um, my second stint in the Big Ten at that time. Um, it was, it's, it's high-powered in terms of, of the um, level of swimming, but swimmers are swimmers, athletes are athletes. And so you're looking for the same, you know, the attributes. You're, you're developing that, in college swimming, you're developing that young person um, to pre be prepared to go out into the world, and you're also um, helping them in their personal growth. You know, it's it's they choose their direction, and you're there supporting them. But you're also sort of that that guidance, a little bit of wisdom that comes with with those experiences. So um, I always felt like it was it's it's the same, even though it's different at different institutions. So you alluded to you were an assistant AD. What, when did you start realizing an administration role could kind of be your thing? Because uh, you were at LaSalle previously as well as holding an administrative role there as, uh, too. So when did the administrative role become kind of, like come into fruition for you? All right. So I, I, I moved my way up a little bit there too. Um, I, I was the associate, AD, when I left, I was the associate AD senior woman administrator. But the, the change came when I started a family. I started, I have a daughter, um, she was born, and I knew that um, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to give my team the all and the recruiting aspect of it and do my, my duty as a, you know, do my the best I could as a parent. Um, it wasn't, it, that was just me. Um, not every, you know, not everybody feels that way. Um, so when I, when she was born, um, I moved back into the area to be closer to family, 
And um, that was sort of the catalyst. Uh, I worked a lot in, in NCA compliance and student athlete services. And so it, in some ways, I guess that fit my personality um, and my, my, my graduate program in sports administration. So um, I did that for a number of years, but I always knew in the back of my mind and, you know, my friends, I would say this, you know, they're like, and then they'd be like, are you really going to go back? To, yeah, I'm really going to go back to coaching. Um, I, when she was launched and she just graduated from college, um, that I would return to coaching. So I did return a little bit earlier, but that was the catalyst for the return to coaching. It's something that's, uh, that I've always, um, it's always part of who I am. So coaching, very meaningful to you, and you mentioned getting a degree um, for administration and, and sports management. What was, you, you build, you continue to build and educate yourself, which is very meaningful, because th this, uh, the world is ever-changing, but the, the world of athletics right now is very uh, all over the place with NIL, all these different things. We're not going to get into anything <laughs> like that, but what, what was your experience like being an administrator? Because that's... Uh, it's a very unique aspect, and it's very uh, a very cool thing to touch upon in something like this. Right, and it it is, and it, you know, like college athletics is very exciting. There's a lot of change going on right now, and um, you know, people will have opinions about that. But um, my reason for being in college athletics has always been the same. Um, it is about educating student athletes, and I, you know, I value education myself. I, when I was at, one of the reasons I moved to Purdue was I was, I started a PhD there in education, so I have credits towards that. Um, but I always have, like, my family has always valued education, and it was always important to me, and it's, it's part of, I feel like athletics is part of the educational experience. It's not in place of, you know, the degree, but it's, it's a, in addition to the degree, it's it. There's an experience there that college athletes get that's a little bit different, maybe than other students. You, you know, anybody who's passionate about anything that they do in college gets those kind, same kinds of experiences. But there is a little bit different experience in the college in the college athlete experience. And if you're a college athlete, or if you're an athlete, and you go to college, it sort of fits in terms of those kinds of things. Not that you shouldn't be involved in other activities, um, which I think is for me is very, um, connects me with the Division Three experience. Um, it is about having all different types of experiences and athletics is one of those. Absolutely, thank you for sharing that, that's, that's excellent. Now, you're at your, la your previous stop and you're getting closer and closer to finally becoming a coach again. What was the conversation like? Did you have a conversation with anybody about getting back into coaching? Or was it kind of like you ha you were ready you had that moment where you're like I'm ready to do this again? Um, it there is that moment when you're you, I was ready to do it, um, and you know you, you sometimes opportunities open for you, um, um, you know uh, destiny maybe I I tend to use that word with this particular role right now. I feel like I, there was a there was. Um, this opportunity came up, and it came up fairly quickly, and I needed to move quickly. Um, and I felt like when I when I chose Moravian, um, and they chose me, <laughs> which is you know key part of that. Um, I felt like it was the place that I could um, develop a program here. I mean, it, it, not many coaches get the opportunity to develop a program from from its in beginning, from its you know when it um, from just the a, a, an un 
from the infancy yeah, of the from program, the infancy yeah. or, or just starting it, you know, birthing a program. I'm, it's, it's not that not many coaches get that opportunity. And I felt like, um, all of my experiences had led to this, um, being a student athlete, then being a coach, being the parent of a college student athlete, you know, um, that was, we went through a recruiting process. My, I, I tell the story, um, and I'm, my daughter's probably going to hear this, and I, but I tell it all the time. She was, swam in high school. Um, her passion is, was as an athlete was water polo. Kind of, you know, I broke my heart. I laugh, I joke, but she was a much better water polo player. Um, and, um, I mean, she was a good swimmer, and you have to be able to swim to, to play water polo. But it was um, being the parent of a student athlete, I think, helped me um, grow as a coach. Um, going through that process. And then uh, as an administrator, knowing what administrators look for when you're developing a program or bringing a program to fruition, I understood, you know, how that works in their minds. And then going back to the coaching my, myself and, and reigniting, um, you know, the, the passion again and, and, um, and going back and, and developing my, my skills again. And I felt like, it was the time. It was it was a great opportunity. Uh, Moravian was a place that I felt um, really matched um, what I would want in a in a university to be able to recruit student athletes. So, destiny. That's excellent. That's that's amazing. This is going to transition right into your your time here at Moravian. So we'll take a quick break here from our sponsors and we'll rejoin everyone with the story of Mary Ellen Wyden and taking over the inaugural men's and women's swimming program at Moravian University. What can you do with business phone from Penn Teledata? Make a conference call from the coffee shop. Or connect from the back nine. With unlimited phone services, 24-hour support, and mobile synergy, our cloud-based technology makes it easy to do business from anywhere. And we do mean anywhere. No more being stuck in the office. Which is great for everyone, I think. Add cloud-based business phone service from Penn Teledata. St. Luke's Orthopedic Care. Extraordinary care in motion.
historic Hotel Bethlehem is perfect for any stay. The finely appointed rooms and suites are complemented by excellent dining choices featuring Chef Michael Adams, the tap room for drinks and casual fare, or an upscale dining experience with a view at 1741 on the terrace. For business meetings, visit our Executive Conference Center, stop by our women's boutique for a selection of fashion and jewelry, or grab a cone at our Hotel B ice cream parlor. Historic Hotel Bethlehem is where our history will make the memory of your stay last a lifetime. Are you looking to get your hands on Moravian University Greyhounds gear? Head over to moraviansports.com and click the link sideline store under the tab fan zone to find our Moravian apparel store. Each month, there is a promotion that offers a discount to all things Greyhounds from hats, hoodies, shirts, and more. Head to the Moravian Athletic sideline store today powered by BSN Sports. And welcome back. I'm with the head men's and women's swimming coach, Mary Ellen Wyden. We just covered before Moravian here, and now we'll enter on beginning your career as the first head coach of an inaugural program here at Moravian University. Mary Ellen, you were hired August of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Talk a little bit about the challenges that, uh, that you've seen coming in and trying to recruit, trying to build a program in the middle of this global pandemic. Right. Well, I, I was um, hired in August 2020, and, and um, I was very excited to get the position. And um, at the time, uh, we were doing a lot of working from home, but I tried to come in as much as, uh, you know, very often. I was hoping to meet my um, fellow coaches and, you know, sort of settle in and, and those kinds of things. And um, you know, very different experience, not, not, uh, not an easy one. Um, but I, I did start to, you know, learn my way around Moravian and, the, and the, get to know the people and the departments. It was great. The admissions office was awesome. Um, they were doing a meeting with the various departments to get updates, um, in f to be able to present the different, you know, programs and things out, out in the schools and to, prospective student athletes and they let me sit in wow. um, zoom into those those meetings so it was a really great opportunity for me to learn about the um, academic programs and and uh, different new things that were happening in in, in the different uh, different departments and so that was a really great experience I was really help uh, real very helpful um, and then I, it was time to try to recruit some from some athletes and I, I was given you know the year before we our inaugural season to to do that, um, limited opportunity to actually be present at the meets that were actually occurring um, in the high schools and the and club programs. So um, I did a lot of emailing, and I you know tried to set up a, a number of Zoom calls, and you know try to bring some people to campus to be outside and walk around and um, you know get a feel for it, and then talk about my vision because that's all it was at that point is a, you know, a vision for what could occur here. Um, we had, we knew we had the academic piece. We knew we had, we had a beautiful campus, you know, but athletes, you know, it takes a bold student athlete to choose to join a program that has never existed before and based on a coach's vision. So I'm very grateful to the athletes who did that. They were uh, very bold. Um, limited because again, you know, it was hard to get out and, and, and get people to, to recognize um, a new program. Um, so it was trying to get the word out and letting people know that there was another option, particularly in the Lehigh Valley. 
Um, and so um, we did. We went out and did that. Went to meets and uh, that we could get to, and um, had about um, we had ten athletes that actually committed early on to the the program. Three of them, who were um, already on campus. Um, some of them had some. You know, we ha my team has a l wide range of experience in com in competitive swimming, so. Um, you know, it was um, bringing together, a, you know, a, a wide range of experience to become a team. And mm. so um, that was, was was an interesting – it's been an interesting year. But going back to the recruiting piece of it, um, the, there were the, um, the athletes that were recruited that were freshmen um, who had, to, you know, had to choose Moravian academically, and, and they did their homework, and I did my best to make sure that they had the information that they, and, you know, they felt that, you know, Moravian was the right place for them, and I think, it, you know, they, it had to be more right academically than, you know, this was just another opportunity for them to be part of the team, but it really had to be right for them academically, and uh, so that was, um, again, it was a, it was a challenge, but they 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 did their homework and and um, and then chose to be part of this and so I'm I'm very grateful to that group there I'm I'm pretty proud of them oh absolutely and and you're going through the the end half of 2020 trying to recruit into 2021 and all trying to build towards the first season of of a swimming program both men's and women's here at Moravian University you're going to practice with this group of individuals and like you said various experiences from competitive swimming you finally get on the pool deck at Liberty High School for a practice what was going through your head were you nervous were you excited what what emotions were you feeling about finally kicking off a program well I mean I I, I wasn't nervous uh, I was excited um, for me, this is, you know, my dream come true to come back to coaching. Um, I have these athletes who have chosen to do this with me. Um, so I was very excited about that. Um, we have, we have very nice space at Liberty High School. So training w was very, was individualized. Um, I do believe in individualized training. As my team grows, we will still, you know, break out into specific training groups and uh, train for specific events. Um, so we were sort of in the first stage of those kinds of things. And um, it was very important to me that we took our time in terms of adapting to the training and that um, we didn't that we didn't overtrain anybody or get sick. Um, you know, you're trying to avoid COVID, but you're also trying to, um, you know, avoid the other kinds of things that come through, um, you know, winter season and when, you know, teams and people live together um, in residence halls and, and those kinds of things. So um, it was it was definitely, I think, challenging at times, but they were a great group. Um, they wanted to work together. They They recognized and respected that they had each chosen to do this. And so it, it, was, it was really, really great. And they were very um, uh, motivated and worked very hard. Um, I thought that they did a, a great job at that. And um, you know, it, was, it, it was just gonna take time. We knew that it was gonna take time to um, grow as a team, to develop in, in terms of our training 
and um, the you know we were all we, I was always talking about you know it's going to that our dual meets might not be as competitive you know we wouldn't necessarily win very many meets although we did win one yeah, um, yes we yeah we'll get to that in a second <laughs> yes we will and um, but at the conference championships that where they would get to swim their you know their main events that you know that will we would be aiming for that that would be the thing that we would you know aim for for in February so you're you're going through practices and, and the like and you're about to swim competitively for the first time representing Moravian University <laughs> and it's a conference meetup at Drew University you you already said you weren't really nervous. It was excitement. But how did you prepare this group of individuals to compete for the first time representing a brand new program? Being that we were a new program, uh, the meet scheduling was a little difficult um, in terms of getting people to take us on. And, and, and um, the coach at Drew was very willing to, to, to do that. And Drew is one of the stronger teams in our conference right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, that they were willing to, to have us swim with them, I appreciate that. But it was a little bit of shell shock because, mm -hmm. again, they were one of the strongest teams. That first meet, they were going against Montclair State, and it was a very competitive meet. It was a very loud meet. They were very in it, and we were sort of in the middle between the two. Um, literally, like we were on, <laughs> they were on both sides of the pool, and we were sort of at the end on the middle. And, um, you know, it was the, my, most of, like my team's first college swimming meet. And so they had their eyes opened. Um, not, I, I don't think in, they were overwhelmed because they swam well and, and mm -hmm. they were, you know, very competitive for themselves individually. Um, but it was a pretty intense meet. So it was, uh, yeah, it was like kind of like, welcome to college swimming, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. and But they did really well, and um, they stuck together. They're very supportive of each other. Um, I, I was thrilled you know, that, that they were um, as competitive as they, as they were. And, and, like, they swam well. Um, so they didn't, you know, back down. They raced well. Uh, it, was a, it was a very good meet. Um, it's just that the two teams that we were swimming against were just, you know, that much more powerful. We'll move forward now. It's the end of November, mm -hmm. and the men's program earns the first win yeah. in Moravian University history for the swimming program. Talk a little bit about what went into that and how, I don't want to say relieving, because you knew it was right. going to happen, but right. the, the have it happen with this core group, uh, like what, what's going through your head? What was the emotion like for those student athletes? Right. Well, we have a limited roster. I mean, our roster size is very small, so it's very hard to uh, fill um, all the events. The other team, had the same issue, had the same issue. So um, I just needed my athletes to step up and, and, and do the best that they could. Um, I knew that, you know, based upon their previous um, meet times, that we could do this. Um, I told them I thought we could if we were a little strategic, and um, we, we did that, and it made the difference. And um, so they were very excited. I think it was the men's team that won. Um, Again, my team is, is, is pretty tight, I feel like. They're very supportive of each other, so it was just as exciting, I think, for the women for that, for that win to happen. And it was like a pat on the back. It was like, hey, you know, you guys are doing a great job. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was, I was thrilled. Um, you know, you, you, you hope for some small um, 
wins or, you know, highlights that you can point to and say, hey, you know, good job. And, and it was a really good job. They did a great job. At an invitational meet mm -hmm. in uh, December. And um, they, they, they around them, the, a lot of teams were what we call suited up. They wore their tech suits and things like that. We were not. And they swam very, very well. But um, one of the great things was the women got their pat on the back when they finished ahead of Wilkes at that. So it's like they also then got that, that recognition that, hey, we're, we're doing the right things. Moving forward throughout the season, we host our very first home meet at Liberty mm -hmm. High School against Immaculata University. Right. We were able to, to stream the event. I was able to be there and be a part of history is how, how I look at it. The, the stands were packed. There were so many people supporting, not just parents, but President Grigsby was there. Student-athletes were there uh, from various teams, those uh, student-athletes there to yes. support your program in their first-ever home meet. What, what did that mean to you? Obviously, a lot of pressure goes into hosting a meet, um, but what, what was that overall experience like? You have your first home meet. Um, they were very excited about that, um, having family. Um, our families do tend to show up at our meets, but all, also having their friends and people from campus. And I'm, I'm going to give them a, another pat on the back for, I think, connecting with the people on campus that, you know, would, would, that came to support them. Some of my um, swimmers had been soccer players, women's soccer players, and so that women's soccer being there. Um, one of my other athletes, uh, well, Sydney and, and Marissa were on, Sydney um, Steer and Marissa Werner on, had been on soccer team, and then Katie Lovett was um, swam. She's yes, she's uh, cross country and outdoor track, and mm -hmm. then in the winter she swims. So it was nice to have the support of. Um, her teammates that came to the meet and then you know just that the other people that they're that they know on campus um, you know other teams that they are are connected to so it was uh, a, a great place to 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 have a swimming meet and um, and it was it was pretty full and so that was very exciting and that I think that that really um, gave them the kind of energy that they needed to, to swim very well at the meet. And, and they do. I mean, they, every time they got up and raced, they did a, a great job. I was always, always pleased with the level of, um, you know, motivation and effort and, uh, and, and just the idea that they realize that, you know, every, every competitive, um, opportunity, they were ready to go and they did, they did swim very well. So I was, I was pretty pleased. That was an exciting beat for, for all of us. We, we didn't win, but that's coming. That's coming. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's a lot to look forward to with the future of, the, of both of these programs. You're, you're heading towards the end of the season, your inaugural season, and you're heading to the first Landmark Conference Championship meet. It's a three-day event. What was kind of the mindset going in? You, you alluded to it earlier, and I, we've had conversations like you want to prepare them for the best – part of their season at championships that's where they're going to have the best showing right. what did you continue to instill in them heading into these final couple of days of the season well it, you know the, you're, no matter what season it is whatever what year you're always going to have certain things that are going to um you know affect or challenge and so um and you work through those as best you can and so when we got to that part of the season it was like We've done the best that we can to prepare for this. We've worked hard. Um, we were ready. 
Um, and again, part of it is is athletes um, buying in to uh, you know what your coach is 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 telling you what that vision is and. Um, things had lined up pretty well through the season so that I felt they had the confidence in that. Um, and, you know, when you bring a team together for the first time or you even just coach freshmen for the first time, you know, you don't know exactly how that training, you know, is going to um, affect them. You talk, you know, you talk to them, you talk to coaches about, you know, what did you do, those kinds of things in preparation for championship. But when you go into that first time, into a championship meet and you do what they call tapering, you know, in, mm -hmm. in swimming, you're not exactly sure if you're going to get it right. And, um, but you have to have the confidence that you've done what you could possibly do. And I felt like when we went into the, into the meet, we had done that. We had done the best we could possibly do. Um, and I, you know, every single time I would be talking about resilience, resilience, um, cause they did, you know, it's, it's not easy come going into meet, you know, dual meets and getting, um, you know, beat only because you didn't have enough roster, you know, people on the roster yet. So they kept that in their mind, but they kept swimming well. And I think that going into the, the meet, they, they believed that they would do well and, um, and that they had done the work. I mean, athletes know if they've done the work and yes. I feel like for the, that they felt that they had done the best that they could possibly do to be prepared. And so we got to the meet and I, my thought is it went very well, very well. Um, you know, it's not always, you won't always see that in the final points, but when you look at the time improvements and you look mm -hmm. at how well that they did do, they did it. They did a great job. You conclude the inaugural season at champs reflecting back now. How meaningful was this group? I, re I remember uh, like being a part of it, hearing, hearing like conversations between the two of us. How meaningful is this group for enduring a first year at a brand new program? What, what does that mean? Well, it, I always, I had, from the beginning, I was talking about being bold. You had to be bold. Um, and, and this group just really stepped up to that. They just... You know, they weren't, they're not a, a, a ram, they're not loud or, you know, um, real assertive group. I mean, they, they can when they need to be, but they, it, it was almost like a quiet level of confidence that sort of just built and built. And so I, I, I mean, to me, they're just an awesome group that I, I'm so proud of them. Um, that they um, endured, and then not just that, they, they didn't just, you know, they thrived. Um, and so, you know, we, we always want to keep getting better, and I think that that's, there's still more to come for them. Um, but I also feel like that they definitely, um, they earned, you know, what, what they accomplished. They actually, you know, it wasn't, nothing was handed to them. Um, they worked hard for it, and... Um, and I'm grateful that they believed in, in what we could do. So year one is behind us now. Yeah. And we, we are fortunate to look forward to year two of Moravian University swimming. What do we have to look forward to for next year? What, what's, right. what's to come for this program? Right. Well, just going sort of back a little bit to the conference <clears throat> championships, um, we had um, athletes. We had uh, Davin Glenn, um, who um, – scored in the top eight in the 200 butterfly. He was sixth. 
And so, um, you know, he also scored in the mile in um, 11th and in the 200 free. He was 13th. So, I mean, for Davin, I feel like there's, you know, he's a freshman. He's, he's got a long way. He's got a, a lot ahead of him that he can accomplish um, and moving up in the standings. Um, Harrison Ziegler, also another freshman on the men's team, took ninth in the mile. Uh, 10th in the 200 free and 11th in the 500 free. Um, had an injury that he had to overcome. And so, uh, again, he, he has the same potential in terms of, of growth. I, I guess I'm a sort of a middle distance distance coach right now because they, they perform their best. Jalen uh, Mitchell swam 200 fly and finished um, 13th in her 200 fly at the conference. So, obviously, for them, those, those particular athletes – moving up in the conference at the conference in their events that they they um, scored in plus you know adding some more for for the other athletes it's again it's about moving in there you know they're uh, into those top 16 places and and uh, there's definitely um you know other freshmen that were just like right outside the top 16 mm -hmm. and you know it's kind of heartbreaking when you're like on that on the breaking point there between the you know the going to finals or, or and not so um, I think that they're motivated by like just being slightly outside that scoring place. But the good news was is every single one of my student athletes um, at conference championships scored points, whether it be in an individual or on a relay. So um, that was that was exciting for them, knowing that they were contributing to to that. So I think that as we continue to grow as a program, that they see that they that they can compete at the at the conference level. It's and it's just a matter of time as they move up in those standings, and that they can do that. And then as we grow in terms of our roster size, uh, then we can start to be, you know, win a few more dual meets and um, you know, and be competitive in the, in the regular dual meet season. But I, I believe that they see their own personal athletic development happening and that then that just encourages them and motivates them to to improve more and to continue off of the successes of the program talk, talk to me a little bit about what other things you're excited about impressed about very pleased with the program right well academics is a, is a real focal point for me um, it's always been that way and um, I was extremely pleased um, with the academic uh, accomplishment of the student athletes, particularly freshmen, did did very well um, in their in their programs, and and they brought that to it. Uh, getting op uh, the opportunity to be recognized, uh, two of the of student athletes were, uh, Jalen and Marissa were um, inducted into the Chi Alpha Sigma Student Athlete Honor Society, and that was a you know a real accomplishment. Um, again, freshmen can't qualify for that, but I'm sure that they're coming. And then the women's team. Um, qualified was was a uh, college swimming coaches association scholar all America team, and you know to have that out you know set as a standard for the the program is is phenomenal, and I just know that they'll keep achieving that. Um, it's something that um, I mean academics is something that they fo are very focused on, and I'm very pleased about that one in terms of the way I went about recruiting. That was important in the in in the recruiting aspect of it. So that they achieve those kinds of things, even with, um, you know, COVID and, and dealing with that. And then also, you know, starting up a, a new program and being involved in that, um, you know, it's just, 
just a phenomenal that they were able to 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 pull pull that off. And I'm looking forward to every semester getting <laughs> that kind of of uh, accolade. I think that the other thing that probably uh, again is is a, a part of our program is doing the community service aspect, and I think it's important for them to have those opportunities. And they did, uh, you know, they worked. Uh, some of the athletes at the conference championship, they have a special Olympics clinic, swimming clinic, and they did that. And then also um, some of the local schools coming to campus and, uh, you know, trying to, to give them a, a experience that has some, some swimming, you know, encouragement in it. Uh, we did a field day, which was kind of hard to do a little bit of, of, of swimming, but we tried to pull swimming aspects into it. So I think, you know, those are different parts of the program that, are as important to me and more important academically um, than the athletic part of it. But again, it's it's all about the full college experience, and and they're getting that they're getting that full college experience. So I'm 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 excited for for what's to come. Mary Ellen, thank you for sharing all of these experiences and being able to reflect on so many positives in this inaugural season with the Moravian University swimming teams. This has been very invigorating to just see the growth of from the start of the season to the end of the season and how much potential and determination this group already has to move forward. It's can It can be very difficult to begin a program, but the way that you've spearheaded this and remained so positive and got buy-in from these student athletes is just remarkable. So thank you for sharing the stories. Thank you for being with me for this episode and sharing everything with the viewers and myself this uh, this episode. Thank you for having me. It's been a great. I've I love to talk about my athletes. <laughs> they they are, I'm I'm just so proud of them. Awesome. Well, thank you again and we'll hope to catch up at some point. We'll enjoy the summer and and get back in the swing of things starting in the fall. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Wow, I had such a great time sitting down and talking with the head men's and women's swimming coach, Mary Ellen Wyden, learning about her time as a student athlete, a Division I student athlete, that is, all the way through her very long career of coaching and being an administrator now to leading the Greyhounds through their inaugural season as a swimming program. Be sure to follow the Moravian Swim Squad on social media at Moravian Swim on Twitter, Moravian Swimming on Instagram, and Moravian University Swimming on Facebook. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and follow Moravian University Athletics on all social media platforms as well. That's all I have for you on this episode of the Hounds Huddle Podcast. Until next time, I am LJ Smith, signing off. <laughs>